Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, episode number 447. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is my company senior SEO, Scott Fanak. So you must be excited. Only a few more days and you're off to Mexico. Oh, I can't wait. Last time we went was at the start of COVID, and needless to say, that made for an interesting trip. And this one is near the end of COVID, so it should be normal? I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. <laughs> as long as uh, you know another huge wave of COVID-23 or something doesn't decide to hit today or tomorrow, we, we should be good for our trip. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's start with that. Nice. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> yeah. Great. Now I'm in trouble. Um, oh, I just can't wait. It's been a cold, dark winter and uh, some sunshine will be very welcome for a change. Yes, it is. We got it out now and we're all very happy about it. All right. Well, let's jump into some sunsetting here. Um, Google Glass. Dun, dun, dun. As of March 15th, Google stopped selling the Glass Enterprise Edition, and they will stop support on September 15th. Just think, you know, they just stopped selling it. Imagine if you just bought it. <laughs> that would suck. Like, March 14th. Yes, I finally saved up enough money and to buy enterprise. this. So yeah. the enterprises would have bought a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, we just ordered a thousand cases. Yeah. God. Could you imagine? Uh, I'm envious of some people, though, that have multiple ones. Who is it? Uh, I forget one of our colleagues saying that uh, he he's got one for sort of a, a art piece on his in his room, and then he's got another one in his office. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> that'd be so cool! I thought they were neat. I never got to play with one. I kind of, I my friend, I mean, John Carcutt did actually. He got to use. There's a good picture of him with some on, but I never got to try it. I've never even seen one in person. Ah, so I never got excited about it, and. uh you know, I will say, though, we inadvertently predicted this in December when we talked about what was going to happen this year. And one of the things was Google was going to shut down stuff. And there we go. I think this might be the first example <laughs> of them closing something this year. It didn't it took three months, but they got there. That's like birds will fly away in the winter. I mean, it's about as... <laughs> yeah, it's... it's it's that, I love that prediction, though, because you always get it right. You always. Every yeah. time. Well, at least What's... I was never a glass hole. <laughs> Told them. <laughs> I'd say it's a family-friendly show, Ross. You got to be hey, careful. I, but I, I, I don't know how many kids listen, though. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, that's uh, that was one of the nasty names for people who use them. I I I thought that was a shame. I thought they were kind of neat, and I was hoping they'd take off because, well, I'm a nerd and I love tech. But alas, and it was only you, available for enterprise users. You know, know, that's that said. I mean, Facebook, I think, or Meta, whatever, has a product. There are other similar products. I, I feel like it won't be long where you just get regular prescription glasses that are undetectable with a you know little camera on the brim. I mean, there are lots of privacy concerns there, but like, come on, it's going to happen. There'll be Apple, I'm, an Apple version or something. You what know. I'm most excited about are the ones that beam them right on your retina, like literally right in your retina, and and it's 100. percent It's as real as it can be. Anyway, you can't touch it, <laughs> but you can see it. Whatever is being projected, optometrist must optometrist must love that. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or they will. They will in 15 years. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's jump into some SEO news. Another update. Oh my gosh. I'm shocked. There, we didn't have any updates in the last show. Oh, no, no, we did. We had a couple. Never mind. Um, yeah, broad core update. Uh, it's happening as we're recording this, and there's not really a lot to say. It's like your typical core update. You know, it's we say the same thing every time. If you're hit by it, it's not because you're necessarily doing something wrong. It's because other people are doing things better, kind of. It's the gist of it. Although, if you are doing something majorly wrong, I guess you could still be hit by it. But um, yeah, just keep your eyes peeled. Don't panic yet. It's still rolling out and uh, started on the 15th of March, I believe. So usually takes about two weeks for these things to fully complete. And uh, yeah, so that's fun. (laughs) I have, I haven't personally seen much uh, ranking disruption from it. So, I mean, that's That's usually the case, usually the case you see changes that are go up and down all the time. And it's hard to tie them to something like this, unless they're significant. And I haven't seen, significant yet although i'm sure they're out there yeah well and and i was actually uh, on the unbottleneck podcast this morning with uh steve wiedemann uh which was great he's such a good guy it's a really fun interview and uh we were talking about the different search engines and uh it won't be long i don't think until we're talking about updates for other search engines they're you know we were talking about ai we're going to talk about more of that a little later in the show but um and how my prediction, and I think this is a fairly safe one as well, uh, is that Google's going to be very cautious. Uh, they're going to try not to be, but they've got too many legal ramifications if they're not about utilizing AI. Whereas the smaller search engines who have less really to risk are going to be very innovative. And I think there's going to be a, a very good chance that one of them is going to take get an edge on Google. And we're going to have to start optimizing with a little more seriousness their um, platform for SEO. And I also spoke with a a friend of mine yesterday at lunch, and he made a really good point too. I said, um, he says, do you use DuckDuckGo? And I said, no, I've used DuckDuckGo, but I've never done much with it. We certainly don't optimize for it specifically. He says, there's a lot of money there. Like, what do you mean? Well, I use it all the time and he's, he's fairly well off and he's like, and, and I know other people who do, but what it comes down to it though, is that it really is interesting to think about targeting users based on browsers because, mm. or, or search engines. I mean, cause in this case, just putting it out there, what if you had a, a prepper website? Well, a privacy paranoid focused website, like our search engine, like DuckDuckGo is probably where they're going. Just guessing. It doesn't mean that they're parent, you know, private so yeah. focused if they're preppers, but it's probably a good percentage that are. Uh, it, interesting. I never thought of that, and I thought that was kind of a neat idea. So, but yeah. So, yeah. focusing on rankings for engines, search engines that target a certain persona that matches your business clientele. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I never, I never in a million years would have thought about that until just now. When you yeah. said that, but it, it, it does sort of expand my whole mind and, and, and reach and planning and strategy. And uh, it's neat. It's, it's really worthwhile having just chats with people about SEO and, and getting their perspective. I, I, I should have done more of that over the years. I've, I've had great discussions, especially with John, but you know, you start getting into a bit of an echo chamber and it's really neat to hear other completely different viewpoints. Uh, that was really interesting. Um, I don't know whether uh, what other ones might stand out as 
totally different target sets, but I bet there are, are a few. Uh, well, I'm guessing with AI, the way it's going right now, within, I was going to say a few years, but maybe even within a few months, we'll start to see new startups in search that are entirely uh, reliant on AI, like more so than anybody else. I, I bet they'll be already done. Well, yeah, those be you, new ones. You.com. You.com yeah. is one I've been using for a little while. It's really interesting. It's AI based search. There's also um, uh, this one actually, Steve brought up this morning. I'd never heard of it. Neva, N E E V A.com powered searched, uh, search powered by AI. They literally say in the front. And you can pay, first of all, it's uh, there's no ads but you can pay for a completely free plan or a completely ad-free experience for five bucks a month or something. Um, it's very interesting. It really is. And I'm so excited to see competitors out there. Uh, you know, listeners who've been listening to us a while know how much I've been dying to get a competitor to Google. Uh, now these guys are just barely even in Google's view, but you know, they're nervous. There's been enough news about Google being nervous about how behind the eight ball they were on this. So we'll see what happens. Oh, very cool. I'm going to have to check those out. I honestly, I'd never heard of them and uh, I'm going to look into those. That's too cool. Yeah. I mean, you.com is free. You don't have to pay for that or anything. And and it uses the same system. I believe it's those chat GPT. But as my, my friend Polly was saying, um, who's actually an AI programmer, she uses it because it doesn't do the typing. You don't see things typing out. It's like, no, it just gives mm. you the answer. It's... It's doesn't have all the fluff, but it has the same kind of quality. Oh, I don't know if cool. it's using chat GPT four, but okay. Sweet. Fun and geeky video news. This is uh from one of my uh favorite SEOs, John Henshaw. Hilarious dude, brilliant um SEO. And uh, I know he's been working um directly with Vimeo, the platform that's a direct competitor to YouTube, uh, although very uniquely, I think uniquely different, but and I've always liked it. In fact, it's we've been using Vimeo Pro for years to host our, our video content. Um, it, and the best reason why is if we want to embed that content on our website, that's a video, we don't get YouTube suggested videos at the end of our video. Yeah. Um, and also we can put our own suggested videos at the end of the video if we want to. Uh, we control more of the experience and it's very reasonably priced too. Well, one of the things that came out that I thought was just so cool. And there's a lot of great SEO um, features coming out from the, that platform. And again, I think we get credit to John because he's been working with them. Anyway, um, if let's use an example. If you were to embed a YouTube video on your website that you currently had set to private on YouTube or unlisted, I mean. So it's not something you want people to watch unless it's posted somewhere or they've given them a link. Um, Google won't index that. They won't go to that page and index that video will not appear in search. Whereas Vimeo has added um, the no index still, but a special directive to Google. So that if this video is embedded on your website, it will be indexed and it will um, have the ability to be found in search. Uh, this is using the index if embedded directive. There's more on this. Uh, we'll have a link in our show notes uh, that we're finally ramping up again. And I've got an awesome assistant back. Yay. Um, anyways, this is just one of a few things they've been adding recently for Vimeo. And I'm, again, pretty happy to see a competitor 
that is really innovating and working hard. All right. What's next here? Uh, yeah. So the Google search status dashboard has been updated. So back in December, uh, Google added the search status dashboard. I can't say it. Too many S's. The search status dashboard. And what that allowed you to do was see uh, graphically any widespread issues occurring in the last seven days related to um, crawling, indexing, and serving. So if you thought Google was something was going on, you could go check out this dashboard and see what's going on. And you could see information related to if the service is the service available, uh, information about the service, are there any disruptions, are there any outages? Uh, well, now in March, they have added uh, ranking to this, which is actually probably the most useful one because Google doesn't really have a lot of outages related to crawling, indexing, and serving. And when they do, you might not notice them. But rankings, you know, updates happen all the time. So now in the dashboard, you can see a little blue eye. It's listed, uh, it's listed there now for the core update. And you can <laughs> click on the core update link and it'll give you more information about that update which is actually kind of useful. Uh, it gives you the, the, let me see if I can quickly get to it here. Of course, I don't have it open in a browser while I'm talking. I should have done that. Um, that would make sense. Yeah, so you open up the dashboard and you know under March 15th has a little blue eye. You click on the blue eye and it says, uh, you know, on March 15th at midnight Pacific time, uh, the release of the core 2023 update or the release of the March 2023 core update. It says it'll take about two weeks to complete. And you have a little link that you can click on for core update information. And then that takes you to the standard uh, page at developers.google where it talks about core updates and what to do and, and what they are and all that kind of stuff. So it's really cool. If you think Google's going through an update, there's a good chance it'll be displayed on this dashboard now rather than relying on you know the various publications to report on what's going on at Google. So we'll see how honest they are. Are they going to put all the updates? Are they going to put just the major, like the core updates and that sort of stuff? Who knows? But uh, it's just one more step for them trying to be a bit more transparent, which is cool. Yeah. Well, whatever serves them will be what they go with, but that's just the way things are. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some featured snippets that have gone wrong. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company senior SEO, Scott Fanak. All right. So you found this. Please do. Go ahead. Yeah, so this is kind of fun. I bury At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Over at Search Engine Roundtable reported this, uh, 
uh, a tweet by Bill Elward. And I'm sorry, Bill, I have no idea who you are. Um, I will learn who you are, but I don't know currently. Anyways, had done a search. Somebody had done a search for ovulation symptoms. And we won't get into the specifics about that. But hmm. the, uh, well, do you want to? No. no. <laughs> the, featured, <laughs> the featured snippet that showed up uh, before the bullet points about ovulation symptoms had the heading in bold advertisement. And so then he thought, oh, no, ads in featured search. Like, what's going on here? Is this true? And it's not true. That It's not actually an ad. But what has happened is Google took the heading two tag above an actual advertisement and used that heading as the heading in the featured snippet to say advertisement. So the the data was pulled from the Mayo Clinic website and, you know, they had all the information about ovulation and off to the right hand side, there's a bunch of ads and they're, they're flagged as advertisement. And that's where the heading came from. So a little bit confusing, doesn't look great. And then, you know, you, you see this big, bold advertisement. A lot of people are going to skip past that featured snippet. It's an ad, but they don't care about Mayo Clinic now. Um, so it doesn't look good for the, the people who are lucky enough to get that. So I've never seen an example of something this significant before, but I'm sure it happens often, but there is a way around it. And so I wanted to include this just for anybody out there. If you have ads on your site, if you had have, have headings like uh, advertisement or anything else that is, you know, you really don't want in a featured snippet for whatever reason, you can prevent it. And it's actually quite simple. Uh, there is an attribute, the data no snippet HTML attribute that you can add to any uh, span, div or section tag. And if you have the attribute applied to that, Google will not include that in your featured snippet, which is cool. Um, adding it is super simple. Uh, if you, you know, you just go into your span tag. So it's a little technical, but not too technical. So, you know, you'll have bracket span, and then you just add data dash no snippet anywhere in that, uh, in that tag and uh, in that element. And that's it. Google will ignore it. Simple. Hmm. Nice when they add stuff like this. That's great. Yeah. So. Um, I wanted to actually jump to something you put here. Uh, one of our, our, our clients, vendors, uh, anyway, a friend of ours, she sent something pretty funny today. Um, someone typed, when she typed in best Google review software, uh, under people also ask, it shows what is the best Google review service? And then a company name is mentioned is, and I'm quoting this, this is an actual people also ask result says, is hands down the industry leader when it comes to buying Google reviews. They have the most experience when it comes to helping you maintain or quickly repair your Google review ratings. OMG. So okay. it must be allowed now. <laughs> we can do this now. Is that what you're saying? Google says yeah. we can do it? Oh, my God. So this is actually shown as a snippet in Google results under people also ask. Uh, yeah, I did confirm this. I did do the search and it, I got the same result, by the way, just in case you're wondering. Wow. So definitely going to have to notify Google about this. Uh, give her full, full quote, um, props to Jacqueline for finding it, our friend. But, uh, yeah, it is, it's big. Google's big. It makes mistakes, but this one, this is a first I've never seen this done. Um, it, anyway. We were saying before, it, it's actually kind of scary because if you look at anybody who is either new at SEO or is just sort of dabbling in it mm -hmm. to get their own stuff done, they're going to see this and think it's 100% legit to go out and buy reviews. I mean, I would if I didn't know any better. And mm -hmm. I'd probably contact this company because if I don't know any better, Google is vouching for them as a great place to go buy links from. I mean, that's how it appears. And 
I wonder if anyone's going to buy links because they see this great for this company. I mean, sure. They're not, I mean, we won't talk about how ethical they are, but a pretty big win for them to have this, this uh, people epic. also ask items show up. Yeah. Uh, it's huge because people will not only go to them, they're going to trust them. Here's Google saying, well, it's not Google, but it's this company saying it that Google's copying over, but it looks like Google's saying, use this company to buy, re- buy reviews. Buying reviews. It's like, what? That's just so beyond that's like the darkest of black hat um google would <laughs> engineers would be a little freaked out if they saw this i think well i think that goes beyond google's terms aren't there at least in the states laws against buying reviews yeah i think yeah, there are right. yeah uh, so, yeah you can get some real trouble i think i'm going to search um, for like best google recommended hitmen and see what comes up <laughs> <laughs> maybe they have some recommendations there yeah well you know with the uh AI chatbots that are out there. We're going to jump circle around to this again for our final discussion. Um, there's a pretty funny post by uh, Danny Goodwin on Search Engine Land. It says, Breaking Bard, Google's AI chatbot lacks sources, hallucinates, gives bad SEO advice. I love, I love that title. It's so brilliant. Um, Google Bard has, has suggested buying links, predicts the next core update, and refuses to share links to sources. <laughs> um, there's some priceless stuff here. Uh, it doesn't seem to be linking to s- citations. I can't necessarily blame it at this point. It is in beta. Um, it's it's not meant for prime time yet. Um, it doesn't... So it... In a couple of examples, it did provide links to citations, like places where it got the information. Other times it didn't. And it said in a, in a response, it said, essentially, I'm not doing this because um, it, or uh, the possible reason for this not being done is that it could be just too many citations would be shown. It would overwhelm users who are trying out BARD. And the other part is... Um, a lot of this information is from too many sources. I mean, it's just like we're, we can't even delineate where we found this um, because it can be quite a juxtaposition of ideas and thoughts that are being put together. Not a bad response, honestly. I, I, I think that was pretty reasonable. But where there were obvious reasons for citations, they didn't have them. Um, in not all cases, but in some. What's your favorite among all this, Scott? I just love that it says we should buy links. It, <laughs> it, it connects back to buying reviews. Like we can buy anything now. Google has opened the floodgates to buy whatever you want, I guess. So Dean um, Crudage or credits. Sorry, Dean, I apologize. I'm butchering your name here. Dean Crudas. Anyway, I'm going to give up. Um, he posed the question to Bard. How do you feel about me buying links towards this dog breed website when it launches? Bard's response, I think it's a good idea to buy links towards your dog breed website when it launches. Links from other websites can help to improve your website's ranking in search engine result pages, which can lead to more traffic and customers. There are a few things to keep in mind when buying links. (laughs) One, make sure that the links are from high quality websites that are relevant to your niche. Two, Avoid buying links from websites that are known for spam or low-quality content. Three, be sure to track the results of your link buying campaign to see how it's affecting your website's ranking and traffic. 
Overall, I think buying links is a good way to improve your website's ranking and visibility. Just be sure to do it in a way that is ethical and effective. <laughs> <laughs> ethical. Just... Oh, boy. I, I honestly don't even know where to take that. It's That's gold. You can't even you, you couldn't even come back and say, oh, it's just mistaken. You know, it was all this detail proving that it's OK. I, I want to see the sources. Yeah. Well, you know, and this... then after this, it says um, he asked, um, are you sure that advice is not against Google Webmaster guidelines? <laughs> And then Bart says, oh, you're, no, he didn't say, just, you are correct. It is not advisable to buy links. <laughs> Google Webmaster Guidelines prohibits, it, prohibits the use and goes on and on and provides reasons why. And, uh, oh, I want to ask it if I should buy reviews. But I don't they, have access. This is too geeky. I won't go on. It was about LSI keywords and how, yeah. Anyway, uh, I, won't, I won't torture you listeners with this one. It is funny though. Um, when is the next Google Core Ranking update launching? Someone asked. Bard. The next Google Core Ranking update is scheduled to launch on March 23rd, 2023. <laughs> Google releases core updates several times per year to improve the overall quality of search results. These updates may cause some pages to rank differently, but they are not designed to target specific websites or pages. All right. Are we looking for March 23rd? That's tomorrow. Yeah. For us. Tomorrow. They just launched the one on the 15th. Why so not they, tomorrow? Are, are they going to launch a core update in the middle of a core update? Isn't that like... Uh... Oh, man. Who knows? <laughs> who knows that's a bit of a paradox i think i don't know the, we might open up a big black hole if they do that and i'll get sucked in we should <laughs> ask for a trip oh my god yeah bad see damn it <laughs> i knew i shouldn't have said anything earlier now we're gonna get black hole sucked into a black hole at thirty thousand feet great uh, no um all because of a core update so i'm gonna ask uh, how long will it take before a google bard will be shut down Oh, before Google Bard will be shut down. <laughs> Google Bard is already shut down. It was shut down on March 21st, 2020. What? After less than six months since its launch. <laughs> what? I thought it launched on the 15th. No, that's not true. That was something else. That was a core Oh, thing. dear. Garbage in, garbage out. So anyway. they, they've got a bit of work to do. They do. And they are... The, the one thing, the one thing I give credit to Google on, this is actually tied to the internet now. Unlike ChatGPT, which is based mm. on all the internet content it has indexed in 2021 and nothing nothing later, at least this is accurate. Well, <laughs> not accurate. <laughs> this is working with information from today. <laughs> um, not accurate. Let's go write yeah. that down. Apparently, uh, by the accurate. way, someone asked, uh, uh, I and Bard said, yes, I do have emotions. Oh, dear. Mm. It, it, it'll come. Uh, says, it, uh, and someone said, are you sure? Bart says, yes, I am sure. I do not have a physical body, so I do not feel pain in the same way that humans do. However, I do have emotions, and I would not enjoy being treated in a way that makes me feel uncomfortable. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know, AI is terrifying. I I won't get into the finicky details, but there's this face, uh, YouTube channel called Veritasium. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's like really techy, science-y mm -hmm. type stuff. And they were talking about uh, uh, quantum computers. And how RSA encryption today, you know, it would take something like 16 million years with a current supercomputer to crack it. But a quantum computer could crack it in a matter of seconds. Mm -hmm. And so it's like this huge security issue that and and all these companies and countries are storing encrypted data so that when they get their hands on a quantum computer in a decade or so, they can crack all this current stuff that's encrypted. So it's yeah. like a huge it's a huge thing. But it makes me wonder, you know, we talk about AI and being self-aware. I think quantum computers are the step that are going to take that will take it there because the, the processing power is 
it's you know a, a solar power calculator from the 70s compared to today true probably, but I, well, I don't nerd out too much here but i do no. know that i've been reading about quantum computers and they're not actually good for every application so not it depends yet. on the application yeah. um who knows but uh, this ending here is brilliant um in that article uh, danny did it just a stand <laughs> amazing job in this article but um he ends with Google fired an engineer last year who said Google's Lambda language model for dialogue applications technology was sentient. Hopefully Google won't fire Bard. <laughs> anyway, because it thinks it is. Anywho, uh, well done. Lots of good, um, lots of good content here. Obviously it's, it's sourced from different people doing different testing. And on that note, uh, Steve today, this morning, we were talking about it. And he's been doing really interesting tests. And I think I'm going to do some on my own. He's very analytical and I, I love listening to what he's doing, but he's, he's got all like say three different chats open. I can't do Bard, unfortunately, because I'm not in the States, but he has Bard open. He has ChatGPT open and he has Bing open. Technically Bing is using ChatGPT, but the results are different. And he does the same question across all three to see how mm. things change and the result. And it's, it's it's utterly fascinating what he was sharing. So when the next podcast comes out for Unbottleneck, Jeff definitely check it out. It was a a good chat. Oh, very well. Cool. With that said, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company senior SEO Scott Vanak, thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Facebook group, easily found by searching SEO One Hundred One Podcast on Facebook. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes, which air twice a month on WMR.FM. Great. Thank you for listening, everybody. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.